Back with Rural Queensland today, uh, Andrew Watts with you here this morning on this 30th day of June, Friday morning. Now, in 2020 and 2021, Fisheries Queensland commissioned a stock assessment into the number of East Coast Spanish mackerel. This estimated that the biomass was between 14 and 27 percent of unfished levels and most probably around 17%. Now, Queensland Fisheries note that for this review, it changed the SOC assessment model to stock synthesis, a model currently used by the CSIRO and other Aussie fishery jurisdictions. Now, as we know, uh, mackerel, one of our staples in fish and chip stores, um, limits, big bag limits have been put on this and to find out more about where we stand and uh, what the future looks for the the mackerel uh shane snow the queensland seafood industry assistant uh, association vice president sorry joins me this morning shane how are you going good andrew in a nutshell um what does all of that mean uh, which we opened up with the um the stock assessment uh in a nutshell maybe we haven't got enough time to discuss it but uh, <laughs> it's, it's... It's it's just it's a terrible toxic mess that's been created by the the current Labor government and the Fisheries Queensland Department. What's happening, Andrew, is that in two days' time, at the stroke of midnight on Saturday night, quota reduction for the Spanish mackerel fishery will come into effect, which will reduce your quota holdings of over seventy percent wow. of the quota value. Now, what business can survive a reduction in earning capacity? of over 70%. The short answer to that one is none. Commercial, recreational and charter fishers have all joined together on this and we've paid for an independent review into the last Spanish mackerel stock assessment and still the Fisheries Queensland Department and Labor Government will not listen. Um, We're all for sensible solutions and tangible outcomes. You know, as long as they're backed by reputable science and data, they must be at the heart of public policy, not the continued vilification and extermination of our industry. It's, it was abundantly clear there was a gap between the science in the last Spanish mackerel stock assessment and also the science of the reef water quality. It's exactly the same, mate. Is there, is there um, bag limits in place now? Is there for the mackerel? Yes, there is. There've always been bag limits in place, yeah. but the, the the whole guts of the problem is. Fisheries Queensland are trying to convince us that the complete stock that's left in the water of the East Coast, and bear in mind we've got a shared stock with New South Wales, which means that stock comes and goes from Queensland and New South Wales. Now, that stock in New South Wales was found... I saw a report on the internet and it was found to be just on 70%. Now, they're telling us down at 17% that if you got all those mackerel... Uh, physically got all those mackerel that they would fit into an Olympic swimming pool. Mm. That's just laughable. <laughs> uh, it, it really is laughable. It, it's it's insulting to be honest with you. It, <clears throat> if we you know if we have a look at what the the Labor government is doing to primary production, and we look at the relevance of of the regulations they put on farmers. And during the Senate inquiry into Queensland Governor Annie Farming Reef Regs, the very thing that Green Shirts Movement and Peter Ridd travelled to Canberra to secure. Now, the federal LMP senators made scathing assessments 
into the inquiry's recommendations and recommended an Office of Scientific Review. It's no different to the Senate inquiry into fishing quota last year in Rockhampton that representatives from QSIA and Greenchurch Movement gave evidence at. Now, this inquiry recommended an independent review into the Spanish mackerel quota, which is what QSIA have just been forced to pay for. And then with the QSIA stock assessment review, we've just proved why an Office of Scientific Review is needed. Mm. We're literally the canary in the coal mine for agriculture. And one, one tricky part of this as well, Shane, is we know the fisheries have driven on an Australia-wide project to encourage people to buy Aussie when it comes to fisheries. And, and having the mackerel cut down severely by numbers, it's going to encourage um, you know, your, your fish and chip shops, your restaurants, etc., to start importing inferior products. Of course, that's that. Um, you know, that's that's a given, and it, it defies belief. I I can't understand it. Defies belief. You know, worldwide, we're we're always you know hearing about sustainable fishing practices, farming practices, things like that. Um, you know, things like free range free-range chickens and things like that, you know, they are promoted pretty healthily. And yet, if we're forced to um, to lock up our food security, our wild-caught food security, yeah. then we've got to go to imports, especially in the fishing industry. Well, a lot of this, this it's and I won't call it aquaculture seafood, it's not seafood to me, it doesn't come from the ocean, it's pond-bred pond mm. stuff. Now, <clears throat> that come, a lot of that comes from countries that are questionable in their food handling practices to say the least they're also questionable in their in their um you know their pond breeding practices so a lot of that stuff we, we don't know what that that um that stuff contains when they come into this country so you know it's it's good enough to promote you know hormone free free range stuff on one hand but they seem to be advocating, the government seems to be advocating, to be importing the very opposite into this country when we've got an abundance of sustainable seafood, which is a renewable resource, but they want to lock it up. Is there a happy, you know, is there a happy medium, Shane, with this reduction in, in production, so to speak? You know, is, no. you, know is, you, you think it should stay as is? Um. <laughs> That, that's a hard question to answer. It's a tricky question to answer. What we found when we, we commissioned the independent review and what two prominent scientists have found is that the the stock assessment that Fisheries Queensland put out, they've got it wrong. Yep. Now, they, these are well-respected scientists worldwide. And, uh, you know, they're just the, the department is just saying that, that they've got it you know, business as usual, fellas, you know, virtually, thanks for wasting your money to get this done. Business as usual will continue. Now, that that is arrogance, you know, a thousand percent. Without changes to current legislation to improve our abilities to make a living and supply produce, we're all dead in the water, mate. Yeah. It's, it's not a... It's not a long bow to draw to say that the tightening of agriculture legislation would be next. We're being, you know, absolutely crucified by this Labor government. We expected that. They have a long history of destroying primary production in this country, but they have never and will never truly value what we do and what we provide 
in the way of food security. You know, no problem. The industry is safe under this government. I'll be catching the only, up. The only, the only politicians that, that, you know, have been our champions so far have been out of the Catter Party. You know, Robbie Catter, Nick Dometo and Shane Knuth, they've tried their absolute best to intervene on behalf of the fishing industry, but they also need support from other politicians. Yeah. I'll be catching up with I'll be catching up with Robbie Catter soon. Uh, in yep. the eleventh hour, mate, you're still holding hope that this uh, won't come to pass. We are holding hope, but um, I don't know how it's going to pan out. But what what astounds us is the absolute, you know, deafening silence coming from the state's opposition. Yep. We can't work out if the shadow ministers aren't across their briefs, or or if it's a directive from their leadership to ignore anything that doesn't add to to winning votes in the southeast. Yeah. What I will say is, you know, we have everything to lose. Our generational businesses, livelihoods, and in some case, family and friends. And by that, I mean many amongst our industry, as we speak, are essentially on suicide watch yeah. because of this and, and other, other legislation that they are forcing upon us. So at the end of, end of the day, mate, the gloves are off. <clears throat> you know, no, no longer politicians can ply us with niceties around, niceties around parliamentary estimates time each year, and, and that's generally the only time we hear from the Shadow Fisheries Minister. Yep. And uh, no longer can they use industry issues to, to one-up the government of the day and, you know, forget our woes and angst and, and decades of gaslighting by a toxic fisheries department. At this point in time, we take, take the position that you're either with us, against us, or you're just in the way, and that's something we'll, we will be remembering that self-interest by politicians at election time. Yeah, it's certainly a big talking point. Shane Snow, the Queensland Seafood Industry Association Vice President, thanks for your time this morning here on Rural Queensland today. Heard across regional Queensland on the Resonate Broadcast Network.